five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. All engine running. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Listen, I want to welcome you all back to the Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Martin, and today I have a very special guest with me, Mr. Romel Reese. Romel, what's going on, man? What's going on, Desmond? <laughs> yeah, um, that was a great intro, man. Um, I'm doing well, you know, uh, you know, I was glad that we were able to catch this window, um, you know, to, to, to really get to talking and um, get to know each other a little more. And um, I'm very, very happy to be on your show. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. So listen, I'm, I'm going to tell my viewers how I met you, brother. I, um, you know, Miss um, Jasmine, man. So y'all, Jasmine was on my uh, on the podcast last episode, right? And Jasmine just kept talking about this, man. She was like, listen, right? <laughs> I got somebody you need to meet. I got somebody you need to talk to. I'm like, okay, well, make it happen. So uh, me and Romel, we linked up. And, man, it was just straight, y'all, it was straight energy. Um, like the first time me and this guy talked, I was like, yeah, man, I got to hear your story. So let's get into it, man. Romel, like, tell me, brother, if I had uh, met you at 18, who would I have met? Mm. <laughs> Um, well, first of all, let's let's shout out the jazz. Um, you know, I I really appreciate you know her efforts in connecting us, and um, you know she's a very very rich spirit. She's a very very um, powerful powerful woman in everything that she's doing right now, and so props to her for connecting us. But you know, just going to answer answering your question <laughs> at eighteen, shoot, you would have you would have met someone who was like really, really determined and fixated on his future. Mm. Um, I was, you know, just, just coming out of college. I mean, around that time, um, not coming out of college, coming out of high school, going into college, I'm sorry. <clears throat> and uh, I was in the sports side, so you know, I was playing football. Um, so I was very, very invested into my body, um, my health, uh, my, my, my physical development. <clears throat> so, you know, each and every day I had a routine, um, as far as, you know, waking up, getting, getting some running in, some cardio in, um, and then eventually having practice or workouts later that day. So I was very fixated on my, my body, uh, very engaged with, you know, academics, so, so yeah, you, you would have met someone who was very focused and very determined on, you know, what he had on his plate at that moment. And also, you know, it was pre in preparation for the future, the near future. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so this determined 18 year old man focused, right. You talked about having a routine, um, which I believe that's something that's essential to being successful, right. If you're going to be a leader and a culture shifter, and a mover, you're going to have to have a routine. So how did or when did that 
transition like coming up like because I know you're you're into um, trading and everything so like did you have any entrepreneurial like influences coming up as a kid what was that like for you? absolutely um my father I, let's go straight there my father was or still is an entrepreneur but like since we're talking in, in that time you know he he is the one who influenced me entrepreneurially and um you know, him having his own businesses, him having that hustle and that grind, you know, characteristic inside of him, that that influenced me. Um, and so, you know, I was front row seat with it, you know, and yeah, yeah. just just getting all the gems and getting all the, the, the information, getting all the, the resources that he had, it was falling right in my lap. Um, as far as information goes, I mean, he never... He never really said, here, here's a business. Let me let me guide you and let me take care of it with you. Um, it was more just like word of mouth, like, you know, hey, if you if you know if you're looking into something like that, I suggest you read into this. I suggest you do your research on this. Um, and here's what I learned, you know, here's my experience, here's my wisdom. More like that, you know, and it's it's that's that's much more preferred. In my opinion, that's more preferred than someone actually walking your hand and, you know, actually doing a lot of the things for you because you're, you're, you're missing out on some, some life-changing experiences when it comes to um, owning a business or owning an idea even. Let's, let's take, let's take, you know, let's take, let's take steps in this because before owning a business or before even having entrepreneurship, you know, it's the idea, it's the concept. Yeah. And that my father was full of ideas. I mean, he still is. We still communicate to this day, bouncing ideas off of each other and just really trying to, you know, grasp one and um, mm -hmm. and take action. But when it comes to brainstorming, my, my father was all for it. He's a he's a he's a great creative mind. He has a, he has a great creative mind. So, um, and me being the same, I've actually put in the work because I've mm -hmm. I've seen my father. I've heard my father have a lot of ideas, many ideas. But never really executed them, and I never, I, I never questioned. Maybe, I, maybe I should, you know, pick his brain a little bit. But um, we, we can make assumption that hey, he just probably things just couldn't fall through, or you know, maybe he had a better idea, or maybe yeah. something got in the way. You know, and that's just a conversation we 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 might have, we might have to have with him. Um, you know, just to get a better understanding. But yeah, to answer your question, the influence mostly came from my father now obviously you know having an internet age yeah and being booming at that time you know early 2000s um you know i'm investing in in in, in the internet i'm investing in the research i'm investing into entertainers i'm invested into uh the music artists that i listen to so um you know paying attention to them and, and how they move they also have an influence on you know, my entre entrepreneurial spirits, spirit. So uh, I hope that answers your question. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I think like, you know, um, and it's awesome to hear you say that, you know, I, I, you know, for me growing up in a single parent home without, without the influence of my father there, you know, with, but um, that's another story for another day. Um, which now we have a great relationship. But I think that just shows the power of 
just fatherhood and the importance of uh, manhood, right? And, and the role of a man. And one of the things that you that you said about your father, I kind of want to want to kind of point out, was that you talked about how your father didn't didn't so much as say, "Hey, here, let me put this in your lap," but he he basically taught you how to do your own research, do your own due diligence, right? And if there's something that you want to know, go find out about it for yourself. How important do you think that mindset is as it pertains to being an entrepreneur and being or like with your ideas? Like, how do you think that that mindset is, is important? Do you think it's important? Such great questions, Desmond. And um, let's first off, you know, say, you know, blessings for you and your father's relationship and, and then being on a, on a good foot now. Um, you know, I, I wish I wish that for everyone, you know, even if they start out not having a father around, um, I wish, you know, for things to, you know, come together and, and to piece together and find some sort of solution or understanding. Um, <clears throat> and not everybody has that that fortune. So, uh, but moving on, having you know, answer your question. Um, the importance of having that is extremely extremely important. But I, I could tell you, I, had, I I have very supportive parents. Um, they were never forceful of my of my dreams of 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 what there was to do or to become whatever it is that i spoke out whatever it is that i shared with them or expressed to them they were for one list they listened they they took they took that information in mm. and then any feedback that they had to respond it was very supportive it was never Oh, you can't do that, or mm. I don't. I don't see that working out for you. Mm. It was never no negativity as a as a as a form of response from my parents. It was always supportive. Like I, me, for prime example, let's take let's take it back because we we we're so anxious about you know the business endeavors. There's there's a seed planted in 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 the reason how we even got there as far as the business endeavors and them being supportive of my business endeavors, it was a seed planted long ago. <clears throat> and that was me playing in sports, me wanting to get involved in sports, playing football, basketball, baseball, even yeah. whatever it was, they were very, very supportive. And um, I could tell you football, I was influenced by my friends, mm. but also I was influenced by the professional league, watching football on TV and, yeah, you know, and me yeah. just wanting to, me wanting to embody that and have that experience, and you know, the 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 power of winning. Yeah, the power yeah. of winning could could really have an influence on you, and so yeah, seeing my favorite team win, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, watching them on TV, it really inspired me to to go ahead and, and uh, pursue the sport, and I. The, the one day I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny story. <laughs> the day that changed, that really made me like, hey, I, I want to do this. And me tell my father I want to do this. Uh, I went into school. This was 
like first, second grade, I went into school and my friend next next door to my locker, he would uh, bring his equipment in. So he would bring his football equipment in and he had his helmet, his shoulder pads, of course. And on his helmet, he had his mouthpiece. So he would explain to me the different, you know, pieces of equipment that he had. And, and he pulled up his helmet. He said, um, yeah, so this is my mouthpiece. I said, yeah. He said, yeah, I, you know, you put it in, in, my, in your mouth. It protects your teeth. And I said, oh, yeah, let me let me try. <laughs> not even not even being mindful that, you know, it was in his mouth and I shouldn't, you know. And he's like, no, 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 that's my mouthpiece, man. It goes in my mouth. You, you can get your own. Mm -hmm. and, and taking that, I was like, you know what? I want to I play football. You know, I watched it on TV all the time. I watched my, my friends play it and I participate even. Why don't I play, you know, contact football? And so I went to my father that same day and I said, look, Pop, sign me up. <laughs> and since seven years old, I was playing throughout school, high school, college ball, even four years. And, you know, finally hanging it up after my senior year. Still love the game. But, uh, but yeah, that's that, that them being supportive at that, you know, at a very young age can then transfer and transition the same way into any endeavor that you get yourself into. Right. And so I think that's very important the knowledge and the wisdom that he that he instilled in me or that he gave to me is because being an entrepreneur is, is self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. You're not on your own, but whatever you connect with or whoever you connect with, they're there to help. Yeah. But it, it takes that initiative to say, hey, I want to learn more about this, or I want information on this, because this is my intention with it. This is my, this this is my um, my will. My will is to pursue in that kind of career, or you know, in this activity, or you know, in this field of work. But I see that you're seasoned, and then I see that you have experience in it. So. Can can you have can you help me with some resources? Can you help me with some information? You speaking out, the universe will definitely give it to you in return, mm -hmm. in in whatever way. Now, if you are an entrepreneur, you would you would understand that that a lot of the work is done from your your spirit, from what you do with yourself first, and mm -hmm. you having an idea and putting it out into the universe. You're you're going to get some sort of feedback. Um. And that's just all an entrepreneur is. It's not necessarily doing everything on your own, but taking that initial step is done on your own, right? Being, being having the confidence and having a belief and having the faith is, is done on your own. No one else can, can experience that for you, right? No, well, they, they have their own journey and their own paths, of course, and, and they're going about their pace. And whatever it is that they share with you is based upon their own you know, journey and path, but still you have to push yourself through through your journey and through your path to see what's, what's in it for you. Um, not to say that it's a cheat sheet, but it does give you insight. It gives you foresight of what's ahead or what to look out for. So, so definitely um, I take information and I take knowledge and I take wisdom over 
someone else doing it for me. I, I take that any day because it's, it's, like I said, it's enlightening me and it's strengthening me in the mind and, and not having things, you know, um, handed to me or, or done for me. If that answers your question. Yeah, no, most definitely. Like, like a lot of the, um, the people that I, that I talk to, especially younger people, what I tell them is, listen, like understand, understand everything that you're about to get into, right? Never go into anything blind. So you like, even with you, even in something that seems as simple as football, right? Playing a sport, you didn't want to go into it blind, although you had an interest in it. Like you said, you started asking questions, asking your friends, hey, what's that? What's, what's that for? What does, what does that do, right? Like you were trying to learn um, as much about it um, you know, as you can, and, you know, um, yeah, most definitely. So I know you talked about you went to college, right? So what was that experience like for you? What was, what, how, yeah, what was college like for you? Like what time, what type of student were you? Like, did you know that you wanted to kind of go that route, get that degree, you know, and do that for the rest of your life or, or what? Something, man. These, these are some really good questions. Uh, and it's making me smile because I'm thinking about just the memories and I'm thinking about the great experiences that I had. And for a while, I thought I would forget how to explain or how to elaborate, but being asked the question, it gets your mind going down all down the path. And so, um, yeah, the mind is a, is a powerful thing. I tell you, memory is a powerful thing too. Uh, so let's, let's start with the seed. It's very, it's very important when you think about where you are today, there's always a cause, there's always a cause and effect. There's always something that, that brought you here. There's always something that, uh, that steered you yep. here. Yep. And it's important to keep that in mind as you travel, always reverting back to, okay, I know why I'm here. I know how I got here, right? Mm. Um, not to preach, but definitely nah, just nah, let nah. you know, like, nah, that's the talking. way I... You're talking. That's you talking. what I mean? Me. Like, and, it's, and it's important for any and everybody who's listening, it's important to know that because we find ourselves lost and confused often. Mm -hmm. you know and we're going we're going in this direction that direction a guy just told me recently he said look man, if you're not walking one foot in front of the other you're you're lost you're scrambling yeah. you you have no purpose you have no direction you have no no straight narrow uh path that you're traveling you're just you're just going about life you know letting the wind take you and so um to answer your question though let's go back <laughs> um in elementary school, they showed us the stairway of education. Mm -hmm. So it, each step that you took was a year of academics. So it was, at that time, I was shown that. I was maybe in third or fourth grade. Mm -hmm. So they showed us the stairway. Hey, you're in elementary school now. You will be going into middle school, sixth, seventh grade school, mm -hmm. sixth, seventh, eighth. And then you will be going into high school. So they were literally showing us, hey, this is mandatory. Mm. This is what this is what's coming. Yeah. 
I, I know you guys get sick and tired. You know, I know you guys get distracted throughout the year. I know you guys want to get out of school the moment it starts. But you got to understand, you got eight more years <laughs> of this, right? Yeah. And yeah. so it, it definitely gave us, it, it well, at least gave me a vision of what my education, what my academics looks like in the coming years, right? And so it kept me focused on, you know what, okay, look, this is, he said, I eight more years of this, okay, cool. Well, let me find some comfort in it now. Mm. So it's about finding the comfort in the discomfort, mm. finding comfort in the uncomfortable situations. And that, um, that explains one of my quotes, sacrifice comfort, um, which we'll, we'll get into. And that's, that's from my brand, which we'll get into later. But having that vision of what's to come gave me, okay, you know what? Okay, cool. Well, I enjoy, I enjoy school anyway. I enjoyed academics anyway. I enjoyed education anyway. And, you know, I, I excelled very well at a, at a young age, you know, throughout elementary, middle school, high school, and college even. Um, but starting, from starting there, though, that was my mindset, right? Now, fast forward to college, since, since that was your question, college was amazing. Let's just, let's just say that. And um, and I know not not everybody has the the fortune to even you know express that, but I'm sure they 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 have the chance to yeah. if they you know dive deep into every experience or every little thing that they did. They had the power to either make that a, a great experience or a bad experience. I'm gonna tell you, you literally have the power and the control based on what you think and what you, the perspective that you have, the awareness that you have of yourself and everything else around you. And so college is a, is a wonderful opportunity to, um, to manifest, you know, anything that you want to manifest, right? Uh, it's, first of all, I went to a, a, um, Waynesburg University, right? Mm -hmm. Shout out to Waynesburg University. It's um, just south of Pittsburgh near Morgantown, West Virginia, a little bit. So um, it was just out in the countryside a little bit, but even it, it had its own town. It, it had its own culture, um, city life a little bit, you know, because it was near Washington. So Washington was more of a city than Waynesburg was. So when you pass through Washington, you, you still feel like you're at home. But when you finally get to Waynesburg, you're like, okay, cool. It's just, it's just a college, a courthouse. Couple couple shots and then the rest is farm. <laughs> everything, everything else is farm, like countryside, and so um, it really put me out of my my local town and put it it put me out of my comfort zone just a little bit, and it it was a different experience. But I still enjoyed it though. Like a lot of people think that a happy experience is what they're used to. Yeah. No. A happy experience is just, okay, taking that for what it is and finding some joy out of it, finding some happiness out of it, finding some, and taking anything, man. And that's what we do as a culture, as a, as a community, as, as Black folk. We could take anything and turn it into something, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, even if it's a little function, right? We, we had a little cookout or we had a nice little function, you know, with our family. And it could, it could be a rainy day. We still make it out of something, right? We we could be the cops could be called on us 
hey, you're a nuisance to the to the neighborhood. We're gonna need you to, you know, take your hey, look, okay, cool. We're gonna take it to somebody's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're gonna enjoy ourselves. Nothing really rains on our parade when it comes to um when it comes to having joy and having happiness. And so that's what college was for me. I, st- I was playing ball four years. Um, I was focused on my academics. Um, but let me tell you something. Junior and senior year is when I really clicked into a different beast mm. uh, when it comes to this intelligence building, when it comes to the mental building, when it comes to the development of the mind. Yeah. Developing a routine. Junior year and senior year were those two years where I, I developed that for myself. And that was the library. Let me tell you something, man. The mm-hmm. books. Before I'm always, I'm it, always okay. Before you get into <laughs> it, because I want to hear it. But I have to ask because I'm curious, right? That's how we learn. What was that defining moment that shifted you? What was that defining moment that flipped the switch? Okay. I got to think about this now because there were there was a lot going on, and I and I never really dwelled on what what the switch was, but I could tell you it was a lot of pressure. Mm. So I need people to understand that you don't often click or you don't often switch into a different person or a different being or a different mindset when it's when it's all easy and when it's all good and when mm. it's all fruitful and when it's all peaches and cream, you know, you hear that term often. You don't you don't do that in a in a in a sense of peace. You do that in a in a sense of madness, chaos. And I'm not saying that that's for everybody, but I'm saying often when you're under so much pressure, you have to make a decision. You have to make a choice. And so just thinking about that, um, I had a lot on my plate. I had a lot on my schedule. But simply going into the library and starting a routine of reading a book. Mm. And then that book leading to another. And then from th- it went from that to, it went from, okay, let me find something to read and just read it to, I know what I want to read. Let me search the title. That's two different. That's two different people. That's that's somebody saying, you know what? I like to read. Let me go with what I'm comfortable reading. To no, I know exactly the information I'm looking for. I'm looking for explicit knowledge. This is this. I, I, I listened up on ET, and he said this. I like to give credit where credit is due. He said those specific words. He said, "I'm looking for explicit knowledge. Mm. I'm not looking to read a book." to say I read the book, I'm looking for one page out of that book that's going to change my, my paradigm. It's going to change the way I'm moving. It's going to change the direction, you know, or it's actually going to continue in the direction that I'm traveling. Yeah. That's powerful because you can waste a whole week reading one book, but you can invest just seconds out of your time to get exactly what you need. Mm, yeah. And, um, so, so to define the moment, the switch, I was under a lot of pressure. I probably was not failing, but wasn't doing so well in, in certain classes. Um, and I said, something's got to change. 
Mm. This is why I prefer someone doing something for me. This is why I prefer not, I'm sorry, let me, let me re, re, change my word. This is why I prefer someone not handing something to me. I prefer someone giving me the information and the knowledge and the wisdom. Wow. Just words. This is why I prefer someone just telling me their experience and me learning from that. Either. Because that then gives me the power myself to t change direction when I feel like I need to change direction or pick up the speed when I feel like I need to pick up the speed. Me making that own judgment and, and, and criticizing myself, not in a negative way, but just, hey, it just needs to be done. At the end of the day, mm. you need to reflect on yourself. At the end of the day, you need to evaluate yourself and you yeah. need to make adjustments yourself. Don't let someone else tell you, hey, man, you ought to, you ought to be moving like this, man. Hey, you, you, ought to be, you ought to be doing this, man. Or, hey, you, you know you did wrong, right? Because yeah. that's another quote. Correct yourself before someone else does. Yeah. That's a different kind of pain. That's one of my quotes. I say, correct yourself before someone else does. That's a different kind of pain. For someone to judge you each and every day, for someone to criticize you every single on your every single move, that is that is painful. You get yeah. you get tired of that, man. You get annoyed at that. And so, yeah, behind the scenes, behind everything, I literally had to sit myself and say, you know what, something's got to change. Wow. And it was my routine. And one of the books that I read, look, look, you take me, look, you take me there. I'm giving them the sauce now. One of the books <laughs> that I read was Power of Habit. Mm. The Power of Habit by Charles Dewey is what I read in that time. And it shifted my whole, it shifted my whole way on my perspective on reading. Yeah. Because even before college, I like to read novels. I like to read, you know, um, fictional stories, but now you're poems even. Intention. Now I'm reading with intention. Now I'm reading, like, there's some stuff in this book now that you can, you can continue to read for the enjoyment and the, and the entertainment. Yeah. Or you can read to actually get yourself out of poverty, to get yourself out of poor mindset, to get yourself out of where you are, you can really use that to navigate this world by reading. <laughs> wow, wow. You, you uh, might talk, talk, yeah, talk, wow, and, wow. and do, 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 yeah. but you have, no, you have no goal. You don't know where you're going, right? So yeah, go ahead. So you, you're, so I've been, I like to study great people. Here lately, I've been on Mike Tyson, but more so his trainer, Cus D'Amato. And Plus has this effect, infatuation with fear, right? And he says that the only thing that separates a hero from a coward is what they do with the fear, right? Now, I can imagine that probably in that moment for you, it was fearful. But instead of running to the parties, like I, I want y'all to hear this. Instead of running to the parties, instead of running to the bottle, instead of running to the weed, you ran to the library. And, and I'll say this, right? So there are people that's living their life in fear, right? But how do you overcome fear? Through education. So I'll give an example. I love to fish. I went fishing uh, yesterday, right? Um, but I went fishing too last week. And well, yeah, last week. And when I went fishing, I saw a snake and I just stopped. 
Now, when I came home, I analyzed the situation. I said, wait a minute. What could have made, because I'm always loving to learn like that. I said, what could have made me a lot less fearful in that situation? And I said, if I had have known what type of snake it was, and I would have been able to identify the snake and differentiate whether or not it was poisonous or not. And then it was like, when I said that to myself, it was like something clicked. And I was like, wait a minute. So you mean the only reason why I'm fearful is because I'm ignorant? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason why I'm fearful. Drop it on him now. Come on, man. Tell him. Get it, get it to him, man. I don't think they understand. Listen, I was like, the only reason why I'm fearful is because I'm ignorant and, and not in the sense that I don't have the ability to learn, right? But that I just won't learn or that I, I won't subject myself to learning, right? Uh, man, yeah, yeah. Hey, let me let me say something, man. And more power to you. More power to you. Uh, I, I say this, man. People kill what they don't understand. I'm gonna say that again. People often kill what they don't understand. It's it's something that they're not used to or haven't seen often in their lifetime that they are afraid of. They avoid at all costs. They're like, they're fearful of it. And let's take it even deeper when it comes to insects, when it comes to other animals, other creatures on this world, they have a life just like we have a life. Yeah. But we're afraid of them because why? Because we, we just, we don't understand. Like you said, you weren't able to identify. You weren't able to uh, even have any information or any insight on what that snake could do. I think I think it's the power of what someone could what something can do that puts fear in us. <laughs> man, it's like you're, you're, you're not even you're not even giving that snake the chance to explore any other a property about itself. <laughs> the snake wants to live just like we want to live. We got the power to kill, and the snake has the power to kill. But why do we draw to that conclusion every single time? A threat, danger. Kill. Threat, danger, kill. Kill. That's it. That's not our only instinct. That's not the snake's only instinct. You understand what I mean? And so the more we learn, and that's how we're able to learn more about creatures and, and what's poisonous, what isn't, um, the classifications and, you know, their behaviors and, and, and things like that. We're able to learn that because people are still and they're peaceful when they confront them, when they come in contact, when they interact with these things, with these creatures, right? They're yeah. still, they're peaceful, and they and they and they get intuitive. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's and that's that's, that's what it is. Too, they go into it, man. We're gonna have to listen. We're gonna have to do a part two to this because I know, I, man. You said what like, forty five minutes? Yeah, it's already yeah, forty. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We we definitely gonna have to do a part two because I'm I'm loving this like. Listen to to the listeners out there. I hope you're taking this in because there's so like here on leadership, we're all about mindset, right? And this brother is dropping some serious nugget when it comes to your mindset and making the shift to become a leader because it's essential. Um, 
I think, you know, and, and it's one thing that I'm learning too, man, that when you study out animals, you have no choice but to see yourself, right? Because we all come from the same source, right? We all come from the same source. So therefore, the same being, which is for me is God. Now, I don't know who you believe in, that's neither here nor there, but we all have that same source, right? And so there's a piece of that source in every single living creature on this planet, including us, right? The most primitive part of our brain, I love studying the brain, but the most primitive part of our brain is called the reptilian brain. Think about that. The most primitive part, the part that's connected right to the freaking brainstem is called the reptilian brain. Like, yeah, that's your, that's your animal spirit, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. That's to me, that's the part that connects us. That that's the part that connects everything, right? Because I believe that we're all connected in a way. But I think when we when we start the, I was talking with an older white man one day, and I told him, I said, sir, I said, you know why? Because he I was actually in a mentoring session which he didn't know it, but he just jumped in the conversation and I, I let him jump in. Um, but he, I told him, I said, you want to know why there's so much diversity in this country, uh, predominantly because people don't do what we're doing now. They don't conversate. They don't talk. Right. And for me, conversation is the breeding ground to understanding. Right. Let me ask you a question in that moment of pressure. Did you ask yourself questions? Did you communicate with yourself? Did you converse with yourself? Absolutely, man. Um, very powerful. You dropped some gems in there, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to always rebuttal, not rebuttal, but like piggyback. Um, but to answer your question, most definitely, and I think that's the importance of making any change is asking the questions. I think we, when we, when we dodge questions or when we avoid questions with ourselves, when we avoid evaluation mm. and assessment, mm. reflection, mm. meditation, even. Yeah. When we avoid those things, we're not making, we're not making any change. You're going to, you're going to remain the same. And if any change is being done, it's only influenced by other people and not yourself. So that's, that's even more dangerous that's even more dangerous because you don't know where you don't know where that person comes from. You don't know what that person learned. You don't know what that person's intent is. You don't even know what that person's destination is. You're giving your power away. That that person's destination could be far worse than yours. Yeah. But because you don't have because you don't have the sight of your destination at every second of the day or important points of the day because the important point I told I told Jazz I think I did I tell Jazz this I think I told Jazz this when when you are self-evaluating at the end of the night before you go to sleep because you lose memory when you sleep you lose information when you go to sleep because your your mind is going into a different realm a different dimension when you when you're sleeping and when you wake up it's important to affirm yourself. This is why it's important to affirm yourself 
who you are, what you're doing, where you're at, where you're going, mm -hmm. before you do anything. Because you lose memory, you lose thoughts, you lose information about yourself and about yesterday, about two weeks ago. Like I, you could ask the average person what they did yesterday or what they listened to at a specific time or who they talked to at a specific time yesterday, just yesterday, they wouldn't remember. Nope. Um, <clears throat> so it's about being, it's like you said, it's about getting to the source. Now to only get to the source of your behavior, the source of what you think, the source of what you do, the source of where you're at and what you're experiencing, you have to ask yourself. You have to ask yourself because you are the motor. <laughs> you're the motor. You're the vehicle. You're you're the you're the, the driver as well in your life and the choices that you make. To be honest, to, to be honest with yourself, there is a source. There is a universal source, but you are the source as well. So you have to ask yourself those questions. Like you were saying, you have to ask yourself those questions in, in a matter of making a change. If that, you know, if that, if that answers your question. <clears throat> oh, it does, man. And, and, and you can't be, here's that word again, fear, but you can't be afraid. You ask yourself those tough questions and you can't be afraid of the answer, right? If it's an and, 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 and if it's an answer that you don't like, change it. <laughs> change it. This that's that's it. That's why people avoid it. They avoid the negative. They know they know something's bad, but they don't even want to think about that right now. Mm. The more you chase positivity the more you feel you don't have positivity. Positivity attracts positivity. So you don't need to chase, you don't need to run after anything positive if you are positive. Mm. Positivity attracts to you. Mm. So why are you chasing the good things in life? Why are, you, why are you chasing the good thoughts? You chase what you feel like you lack. Mm. It's just like money. Let's take money, for example. We chase and we get after money. You hear that term all the time. I'm getting money. I'm getting money. That's the action. That's the behavior. But where's the thought? Where's the mindset that you have money? Mm. That you have riches. That you have wealth. That you have all these things that you're chasing. Where is the, where's the flip? You got to flip. You got to reverse that. Because the more you feel abundant, the more you will attract. And, and 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 I think it even goes deeper than that, right? Like even if 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 that's how you feel, what you do with the fruit will be different, right? So, like if you feel like going back to money to piggyback off what you were saying, if you feel like you have an abundance of money, then the more you will make smart investments, the more you will take smart and and, and take smart opportunities, right? The more you, the less you'll get scammed and swindled, right? And, and you'll be able to break free from that poverty mindset. But even the person that stays up all night still lives in poverty in his mind. His pockets might not be in poverty, but his mind is. Yeah. It, yeah, it, and that's because yeah. Go ahead, and 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 you know that's 
that that same poor mindset wouldn't know what to do with all that money. Even if they and even if they were even if they had the power to obtain, because they worked on getting it all their life, right? So yeah, getting it and obtaining it. Once you feel, once you really realize, like oh, I touched a million in my lifetime, I touched two million in my lifetime, I touched five million dollars in my lifetime. But where is it now? It's because of the mindset that you didn't, you didn't live in that abundance. You didn't live in the actuality that you have currency. You have, you have the, you have it all, right? You have it. It's just what you're doing with it, you know. And so, yeah, it's it's the. Um, it's definitely that mindset that, that keeps you in the dungeon, that keeps you in the same the same place that you're in. Most definitely, most definitely. Well, brother, listen, man, I've enjoyed this conversation. Likewise, I'm, brother. I'm, I'm going to have to bring you on for a part two because I know there's so much more that, that we that, that needs to be said, but we just don't <laughs> have the time, man, and I want to respect your time. I, I know you're a busy man, and I want to respect your time. So, listen. Likewise. I want to thank you, man, for spending this time with me, brother. Um, I'm definitely going to have you back on the show, and we're really going to dive into this, man. Um, even if we need to do a, uh, I don't know, a conference or a seminar or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's powerful. That's powerful. And I really appreciate the compliment, man. I have nothing but, but the same to say for you. Um, I, I, everything happens for a reason. We meet people for a reason. We say things for a reason, right? Let me tell you something. This is, I had a podcast in college. Okay. And it, and it was, it was similar to this. Nothing but positive things to say <clears throat> because you, you just felt like no one else was there with you yeah. to, to speak to. So you, you just needed to, and, and that's, that goes off of your your intro when you when you explain to people, hey, if you if you have a lot to say but no one to tell, you know, use this platform. And so, um, also I actually had a co-host on 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 my um on, on our podcast, and it was you know it was just something to do while we were in school while we were together. But like you said, you know, with so much to say, so much positive positive things to to, to share with you know the, the whoever's listening. You know, it could, it could actually help people. And it could actually help ourselves hold, hold ourselves accountable, right? Yep. Hold each other accountable for what we're doing, for where we're heading, right? And so, yeah, I, I definitely am looking forward to another episode, another another few, another <laughs> seminar, another <laughs> conference, whatever, it, wherever this takes us, man, because actually we're doing this with intention and that's to uh, impact the masses. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I was sitting down and um yesterday I was telling my wife, I was like, yeah, babe, like somebody somewhere in Greece, like literally when I go on my dashboard, like there's people in Greece watching this. I'm like, okay, Greece, I'll see you soon, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, listen, I'm I'm definitely gonna have you back on, man. We're gonna definitely do this again, do this some more. Um, because I thoroughly enjoyed it, brother. But listen, so. I want to thank you all for listening to the to today's episode. We're here every Monday morning from five, at 5 a.m. So if you're on your way to work, stuck in traffic, rush hour traffic, and you need something positive to listen to, tune in. Listen, I love y'all. Y'all have a great day. I'll see you on 
the winning side.